0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. I, as always, (laughs) am very excited because I have one of our curvy yoga teachers with me today to kind of do the bookends of the podcast. Um, Her name is Jen Bender, and she is in Pennsylvania. Are you still in Pennsylvania? Did I just make that up?
1: No, I am still in Pennsylvania.
0: Well, and here's the reason that I – like. I don't always remember where curvy yoga teachers are from. Obviously, there's so many of them, but I remember that Jen is from Pennsylvania because I'm from upstate New York, and so her accent is, like, very familiar to me. (laughs) That is how I will always remember that she's from Pennsylvania. (laughs) Um, Jen went through yoga teacher training not too long ago. What year did you guys graduate?
1: It was... 2017.
0: Okay, yeah. So I feel like I was like, I feel like they're like the last group um, that I remember, but they had, you guys had such an amazing group. Like, it was a good group. It was, I mean, I enjoy all the groups and have like great memories of all of the groups. Um, But you guys had such a great group. And like, I think about, all of you so often. Um, And that's probably because with with the exception of the group that we're in right now, you're like the freshest in my memory. Um, But they did. They had such an amazing group. Um, So we are just going to jump right in with our practice notes. So my practice notes of the week are kind of literal. I guess that they could like translate off the mat as well, but mostly just so last week I did um, a physical activity that was not yoga. And I did it with a friend who I used to work with. And he we worked together like five years ago. And he commented that my form was really like on point with very little, like he didn't really need to to make any like verbal adjustments or anything that my form was really good. And I realized like, that is because of yoga. And I feel like sometimes you can do something like yoga for so long that you don't even know the effects that it has on your body, like the positive effects. Um, But someone else might notice. And it just got me thinking about how like, oh my gosh, I remember like from the time I was in high school that my back hurt every single day of my life. But since having starting a regular yoga practice, Like my back doesn't hurt anymore. And so I think if you have like a story where you were dealing with like chronic pain and it goes away or whatever, um, you know, maybe those things I remember, but it's just kind of like the little things. So I think my practice notes are that sometimes you're doing work and it's having effects and you don't even see it. So keep doing the work. (laughs) Keep doing the work. What are your practice notes, Jen? Um.
1: So the other week I was practicing and doing soup to Konasana because, you know, Fave. Yeah. Fun to say,
0: fun to do. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and the next morning I tried to do it again and I have some knee pain and it was just not, I just couldn't do it the next day. Yes. And like, you know, less than 24 hours later, I yeah. couldn't get my knees in a comfortable position to be able to do it. And I got really frustrated with myself. And later that day, We We went went to to visit visit my fiancé's Grammy, who had just had knee replacement surgery. Oh, my goodness. And she was saying that she was frustrated because the day before she could do something in physical therapy that she couldn't do that day. And I immediately told her. But of course. Yes. You know, this is what our bodies do. Yes. And some days something is accessible. The very next day it may not be accessible. Yeah. And it's totally normal. And I thought, no, why didn't I say that to, to myself?
0: myself? <laughs> right. Well, I'm this morning, yes.
1: You know? Yep. Um so just to remind I mean, I know we were just talking um before we started a little bit about how the last few weeks have been really rough. It's spring, it's a change in season. I yeah. think our bodies really feel that. Yeah. And you know, just to be gentle and patient with ourselves when our bodies do one thing one day and something not you the next, know, something yes. different the next day.
0: That's amazing. So. We, you know, like that comes up all the time because I think we we can we just like lose sight of that. And sometimes it's nice you do have that like aha moment when you tell someone else. Like as a teacher, I will say that a lot. Like even in yoga teacher training a couple weeks ago. I remember saying it a lot of times. But then being like, do I treat myself with like the same respect <laughs> and care? That's a really good one. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so we're gonna jump right into Corner of the Curve. This week Anna and I are just sharing with you some of our go-to things on bad body image days. So you know, I think sometimes there's this idea that like you've arrived and that you just like love yourself all the time. And that's not true for me. If you figured out how to get there, please send me an email. I would love to know. Um, But yeah, we definitely have like just bad body image days that sometimes turn into weeks. (laughs) And so we just want to share with you kind of some of the things that we do to help us when we feel those things coming on. So
2: here we go. Okay, so we are going to talk about our go-tos on Bad Body Image Days, and I would say overall we try to balance big picture and logistics on this podcast, Yeah. but today we really just want to share some very concrete tools that help us on Bad Body Image Days, because sometimes you just need that. (laughs) You just need something you can quickly do, um, try out, and see if it's going to support you. Yep. So what I wanted to share first from my own toolbox is my process when I'm having a bad body image day. So mm-hmm. when that's happening, let's just say I'm in my closet and I am having one of those moments where I feel like none of my clothes fit me. They all look terrible. Yeah. I hate everything and everyone <laughs> <laughs> um that's- I mean, I'm sure no one else can relate to that, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) or everyone can. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the first thing that I try to do is just notice that it's happening. Yeah. So to be like, Oh, this is what's happening in my mind right now. Um, so that sounds very simple, but there's something about just acknowledging, Oh, I'm having this train of thought that helps me to be able to shift it because the next part of that is checking in to see what else is going on. And sometimes I'll just ask myself that very directly, like, what else is going on here? Why am I feeling this way? Yeah. And if I kind of will dig back a little bit, inevitably, if I'm feeling that way, there is something else going on. I'm stressed. I'm sick. I'm sick and stressed. Those are kind of my two go-tos. It's just kind of a deflection onto body image. I think because that's been a pattern my whole life. Yeah. So between noticing it's happening, checking in to see what else is going on, that generally will diffuse it at least enough for me to kind of like take a breath or change, change course in the moment um, to be like, okay, this doesn't actually have anything to do with my body. Yeah. So what would be like the most comfortable thing that I could wear? Yeah. So rather than having to do a whole like, psychoanalysis in the moment or something. (laughs) Instead, I just try to choose something simple, which is like, what do I know feels good on my body? Not looks good, but feels feels good. good. Because if I feel comfortable, then that makes a big difference too. Yeah,
0: that's really good. I think one of my first go-tos is that I remember that I've been here before. Like I remind myself that because I think that a lot of times, It can just feel – and this goes for a lot of, like, a lot of things that we can feel, whether it's, like, grief or whatever, um, that just, like, I've – anything that kind of comes in waves. (laughs) Sometimes when you are, like, in the wave, you forget that you've been here before and that you've come out and that this way that you feel is not forever. So that's always really helped me because I feel like when you – when it hits you – and you're like, this is the worst thing ever. And you, you just can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> it's really hard for mm-hmm. me at least to pull myself out. So it's really helpful for me to remember that like, this is really something that ebbs and flows and comes in waves. Um, and that I've been here before. And I will not feel this way again at some point, likely very soon.
2: Right. And it's a good opportunity to remind yourself of your resilience because you've been on the other side of it before. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my next one is kind of related. So in terms of just kind of remembering that this has happened in the past for so long, it was always really difficult for me to remember what has actually happened, helped me in the past. I would know that something had but I would always be like, I don't know what it was and if, if it was actually helpful or in what context. Yeah. Um, so I started writing, as Liz well knows, my entire life is in Google Docs. It, it's amazing. So... <laughs> so a few years ago, I started just writing myself notes
0: for mm-hmm. things
2: like, literally, I have one that's called like on a bad body image day. Yeah. And then I just have a list of things that I can do that have helped me in the past. So it's kind of like past me is helping future me because I have this list. Yeah. So in the moment, all I have to do is remember that I have a list. So that keeps it pretty simple. I'm like, Oh, just go to the list and see what it says. Yeah. And I have that for um, times that I am getting sick. I have it for times that I am feeling like I have no good ideas anymore for for work, you know, creativity stuff. Um, So just having things like that is, really helpful for me because then i just feel like okay i don't have to hold every tool in my mind i just have to go to the list and see what it says and then from there i'm usually like oh yeah could, this would be the right thing to do that's good today or whatever
0: yeah that's good i love that
2: <clears throat> you know
0: for those of us who are bad at making lists we should probably consider doing that um <laughs> So my next one would be that I try to remind myself – this is actually extremely hard for me, but I try really hard. I try to remind myself what I'm bringing to the world other than my body um, Mm -hmm. just to help reshift the focus on the physical. Um, So, you know, like I try to think about my role as a mother – or my role in the community or how really anything good that I'm doing has nothing to do with my physical body. <laughs> While like yeah. it is definitely a vehicle to get those things done. Um, I'm still capable of doing those things regardless of how I'm feeling about myself. Um, and it's always helpful for me to shift focus off of myself, period. Um In those moments, not that I don't need to like process through it and do what I need to do. But for me personally, it is helpful to take some time to to think about something else and to think about how regardless of how I'm feeling about my physical body in that moment, the other things and like the better things that I bring to the world or to my family or to people that I love have nothing to do with how like how my pants fit you know
2: right yeah that's such a good one because it's kind of contextualizing your experience like yes this is one part of your experience but it's not the whole your entire experience yeah absolutely yeah that's that's really good I'm gonna have to add that to my list I I can do
0: it for (laughs) you I'm just kidding
2: (laughs) that's true that's probably true (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so we are gonna wrap up this segment and move into our next one.
0: All right, we are back. Thank you for listening. Um, as I've said, I don't know, a hundred times, part of what I love about having um Different teachers join me during this season on the podcast is that they can share with you their resources. So Jen is going to share a resource with you this week.
1: So I'm super excited. Um, I pre-ordered Diane Bondi's new book, Yoga for Everyone: Fifty Poses for Every Type of Body, and it just came. Yes. So, cool. um, so it looks like it's going to be a really great resource of pictures. Um, are phenomenal the variations are really great and I'm really excited about this book
0: I love it I love um I don't know I'm super visual it's more helpful for me to see a picture than to like read words when it comes to things like this so yeah. I'll have to check it out for sure yeah it's, I love it, it. really good. So. awesome Okay, so right onto our gratitude for the week, which I need to have. Um, as, just, as Jen mentioned, uh, we were talking before the podcast started recording of uh, just about what um, it's been a really heavy week. You will hear this on Friday, but it is only Tuesday right now. <laughs> so I said to her, I was like, this week has been really hard. Oh my God, it's Tuesday. <laughs> so one thing that I was thinking about today as I was like, come on, Liz, like, don't, you know, pull yourself out of the funk, um, was that I really am surrounded by like so many opportunities to witness joy and invest in joy and, um, just experience it and see it. And that's always so helpful. Um, just on like hard days and hard weeks to kind of like let yourself process through whatever's going on. Um, not really rush through that, but that even in like hard moments, um, you can still experience like pockets of joy, and so this hard week on Tuesday, <laughs> I'm really thankful for just moments of joy that I had today and that I will continue to seek out to the rest of the week. <laughs> what about you? Uh.
1: So I am getting married at the end of the
0: year. Yes, I love it. Um,
1: I know. So I'm, you know, in the midst of wedding planning and planning a gigantic 1,200-person conference for work. Wow. event planner extraordinary this year, um, which is a lot. But I, I just am really grateful for the people in my life that just remind me to you know, be present in the moment and not worry about all the stuff that comes with the event planning for yeah. both events. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm just really grateful for them reminding me to Great. kind of enjoy the moment yes. and not get caught up in, you know, the planning.
0: So, I love that. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you guys.
1: Thank you. <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> so we're going to close today with a breath together. Yeah. So, let's inhale and exhale. Thank you.
0: Thank you.